Good morning. Our service this morning is taken from our Easter Tide booklet. And that booklet is uh, listed in the chat as a PDF, a link to a PDF if you don't have a paper copy. He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall shall forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord hath manifested forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. Together the Pascha Nostrum, which can be found on page 162 in the prayer book. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourself to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. This morning's psalm is Psalm 72, found on page 426 in the Book of Common Prayer. Give the King thy judgments, O God, and thy righteousness unto the King's Son. Then shall he judge thy people according unto right, and defend the poor. The mountains also shall bring peace, and the little hills righteousness unto the people. He shall keep the simple folk by their right, defend the children of the poor, and punish the wrongdoer. They shall fear thee, as long as the sun and the moon endureth, from one generation to another. He shall come down like the rain upon the mown grass even as the drops that water the earth. In his time shall the righteous flourish, yea, an abundance of peace, so long as the moon endureth. His dominion shall be also from one sea to the other, and from the river unto the world's end. They that dwell in the wilderness shall kneel before him. His enemies shall lick the dust. The king of Tarshish and of the isles shall give presents. The kings of Arabia and Saba bring gifts. All kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall do him service. For he shall deliver the poor when he crieth, the needy also, and him that hath no helper. He shall be favorable to the simple and needy, and shall preserve the souls of the poor. He shall deliver their souls from falsehood and wrong, 
and dear shall their blood be in his sight. He shall live, and unto him shall be given the gold of Arabia. Praise shall be ma made ever unto him, and daily shall he be praised. There shall be an heap of corn in the earth, high upon the hills, the fruit thereof shall shake like Lebanon. And of thy city shall flourish like grass upon the earth. His name shall endure forever, for his name shall remain under the sun among the posterities, which shall be blessed in him, and all the nations shall praise him. Blessed be the Lord God, even the God of Israel, which only doeth wondrous things. Blessed be the name of his majesty forever, and all the earth shall be filled with his majesty. Amen. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 24th chapter of the book of Exodus. Now he said to Moses, Come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and worship from afar. And Moses alone shall come near the Lord, but they shall not come near, nor shall the people go up with him. So Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord and all the judgments. And all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words which the Lord has said we will do. And Moses wrote all the words of the Lord, and he rose early in the morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain, and twelve pillars according to the twelve tribes of Israel. Then he sent young men of the children of Israel who offered burnt offerings and sacrificed peace offerings of oxen to the Lord. And Moses took half the blood and put it in basins, and half the blood he sprinkled on the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read, and read in the hearing of the people, and they said, all that the Lord has said we will do, and be obedient. And Moses took the blood, sprinkled it on the people, and said, This is the blood of the covenant which the Lord has made with you according to all these words. Then Moses went up, also Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and they saw the God of Israel. And there was under his feet, as it were, a paved work of sapphire stone, and it was like the very heavens in its clarity. But on the nobles of the children of Israel he did not lay his hand. So they saw God, and they ate and drank. Then the Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain, and be there, and I will give you tablets of stone, and the law and commandments which I have written, that you may teach them. So Moses arose with his assistant Joshua, and Moses went up to the mountain of God. And he said to the elders, Wait here for us until we come back to you. Indeed Aaron and Hur are with you. If any man has a difficulty, let him go to them. Then Moses went up into the mountain, and a cloud covered the mountain. Now the glory of the Lord rested on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. And on the seventh day he called to Moses out of the midst of the cloud. The sight of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire on the top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. So Moses went into the midst of the cloud, and went up into the mountain. And Moses was on the mountain forty days and forty nights. Here it's the first lesson. The Deum. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. 
the cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. Glorious company of the apostles praise thee, the goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee, the noble army of martyrs praise thee, the holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee, the father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ, thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints, in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here begins the ninth chapter of the Epistle to the Hebrews. Then indeed, even the first covenant had ordinances of divine service and the earthly sanctuary. For a tabernacle was prepared, the first part, in which was the lampstand, the table, and the showbread, which is called the sanctuary, and behind the second veil, the part of the tabernacle which is called the holiest of all, which had the golden censer and the ark of the covenant overlaid on all sides with gold, in which were the golden pot that had the manna, Aaron's rod that budded, and the tablets of the covenant. And above it were the cherubim of glory overshadowing the mercy, the mercy seat. Of these things we cannot now speak in detail. Now when these things had been thus prepared, the priests always went into the first part of the tabernacle performing the services. But into the second part the high priest went alone once a year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the people's sins committed in ignorance. The Holy Spirit indicating this, that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest, while the first tabernacle was still standing. It was symbolic for the present time, in which both gifts and sacrifices are offered which cannot make him who performed the service perfect in regard to the conscience. Concerned only with foods and drinks, various washings and fleshly ordinances, imposed until the time of reformation. But Christ came as high priest of the good things to come, with the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is not of this creation, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling the unclean, sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from the dead works to serve the living God. Here ends the second lesson. Together the dignus est. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, 
and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb, that was slain, hast redeemed us to God by thy blood. Out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, unto the Lamb forever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord, be, the Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who hast given thine only Son to be both unto us both a sacrifice for sin, and also an example of godly life, give us grace that we may always most thankfully receive that his inestimable benefit, and also daily endeavor ourselves to follow the blessed steps of his most holy lie, life, through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning. This morning we begin our second of three Eastertide weeks reading from the book of Exodus, and the second of four weeks reading the complete epistle to the Hebrews. Despite this parallel reading, I found it to be one of those rare Saturdays when all three readings, in chronological order, Exodus 24, Psalm 72, and Hebrews 9, all timed together. In, in Lent, we finished up the book of Genesis, the first book of the Torah. In the final chapters of Genesis, the Israelites moved to Egypt to avoid the Great Famine, with Joseph as Pharaoh's great COO to manage that famine. 
Genesis ends with the death of Jacob, the patriarch of the twelve sons and twelve tribes of Israel. After that, we began Exodus in the last full week of Lent, the week before Holy Week, with Israel both a great nation but one enslaved in Egypt, as told in the movie The Ten Commandments. That week, Moses is called by God to save his people, and God brings the ten plagues and institutes the first Passover. In the week of, after Easter 1, we return to Exodus, the chapters that complete the deliverance from the Egyptians, followed by the Israelites, quickly showing their doubt, if not ingratitude. This week has been about God renewing his covenant with Abraham's descendants, the covenant that will set them apart from the surrounding pagans and make them the great nation of Israel. Next week, God will teach them about how they are to worship him in the Sinai Desert and later in the Promised Land. Here in Exodus 24, we're beginning the fourth of God's five, five major covenants of the Old Testament. First two were when God gave Adam and Eve dominion over the whole world, and when God promised Noah after the flood that he would never again flood the earth. The last three were made with Abraham and the tribes of Israel through Moses and David. So what we call the Mosaic Covenant is not just described here in Exodus, but also later in the Torah, in the commands of Leviticus and Deuteronomy. Here we begin the explanation and institution of this Mosaic Covenant, with how and why it is to be observed. Today's passage ends with Moses heading up to Mount Sinai to receive the law and stone tablets etched by God. But in the wilderness, and even in the Promised Land, we know that God's people of Israel will fail to keep the Old Covenant and will eventually be taken back into slavery. At the end of the time of the Old Testament, prophets such as Isaiah promised the coming of, coming of a New Testament, a covenant we know will be instituted and fulfilled through the promised Messiah, Jesus Christ. In Psalm 72, a psalm attributed to Solomon, it is subtitled in the New King James as Glory and Universality of the Messiah's Reign. It includes some of the most poetic lines of the Psalter, including verse 6, which says, he shall come down like rain upon the mown grass, even as the drops that water the earth. It also includes prophecies of visitors from the east who will bring gifts to him, which helps us complete the story of Magi visiting baby Jesus at the first epiphany. However, for this morning, it's important as one of the key messianic prophecies of the Old Testament. It talks of the Messiah's eternal reign and dominion over the whole world, how he will set things aright for the poor, the needy, and the oppressed, and how he will save their souls. It concludes by proclaiming his universal rule, with all nations bowing down before him, and the whole earth will be filled with his glory. Finally, we continue reading from the Epistle to the Hebrews, written to Jewish Christians in the first century church. Whether or not it was written by Paul, it is clearly written by someone who thoroughly understood the Old Testament scriptures. It shows not only how those Hebrew scriptures were fulfilled in Jesus Christ, but that what we have in Christ in the New Covenant is so much greater than what was given to the nation of Israel in the Old Covenant. From Saturday through to Thursday, in Hebrews 5-7, through 7, New Testament scholar James Sweeney says that the author describes the son's superiority as priest over the Levitical priesthood. Meanwhile, from yesterday through to next Thursday, in Hebrews 8-10, through 10, the author contends the Son is superior in regard to his covenant, priestly sacrifice, and the effective nature of his offering. The first five 
verses of today's reading remind the readers of the rules of the tabernacle worship for the priests of Levi, referencing the passages of Exodus 25 that we will read on Monday. The next five verses summarize the annual visit to the Holy of Holies, the inner sanctum, and the author says how it would have to be incomplete until the coming of the Messiah. But the last four verses explain how Jesus, as both the great high priest and the Son of God, perfects his whole Levitical sacrifice system with an eternal sacrifice that no human could ever approach. The final two verses really tie it all together. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling the unclean, sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? We will now return to page 11 of the Easter Tide booklet. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same, in his vocation and ministry, may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down their bless thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give us them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy, and the fellowship of thy saints, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, Doom with thee and the Holy Ghost, be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Blessed Lord, 
who has caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may in such wise hear them, mark, re-learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you to Carl and Britt for making this morning's worship possible. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Have a good Thank day. you everyone. Have a wonderful, Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks, Joel. Bye. Bye. Bye.